It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day it's july 18th and this is the locked on thunder podcast i am your gracious and humble host eric g coming to you in mono like so many of the great albums that were recorded throughout history mainly the ones in the 50s and the 60s okay and even before that but you know stones beatles buddy holly yeah recorded in mono even you know what even smashing pumpkins in the adore album like i'm just going to throw this out here now they went back and remixed some of it in mono. Why? Just because it sounds better and it actually sounds cooler than stereo and you don't have your voice split in one speaker and your music in another. Anyway, I digress. I'm digressing to start the show as I do every single day. Thank you for making us a part of your day and putting up with that at the beginning of the podcast. Coming up on this afternoon's podcast here on Locked on Thunder, we will break down the Kawhi Leonard to Toronto trader, I guess since we cover the NBA West, it's more the DeMar Rosen to San Antonio Spurs trade. And that's really what we're going to look at it from today is what ultimately does it mean for the NBA West to have DeMar DeRozan coming to San Antonio and what does that mean for Oklahoma City? And then on tomorrow's show, we'll deal more with the repercussions of Kawhi and really the the Raptors trying to pull an Oklahoma City move, although we will touch on some of that today as well. That's segment number one. Segment number two, now with a GM basically cutting and pasting and doing exactly what Sam Presti did at this time last year, when are we as Oklahoma City fans going to step back and say, hey, this dude is doing a killer job? Because there's a lot of people out there that still have issues with Sam Presti, and we'll talk about how the NBA just doesn't suffer from some of the marketing problems that both Major League Baseball and the NFL suffer from. Major League Baseball is having a problem with probably its best player not being more popular. 
And the NFL is having a problem seeing the NBA stealing all the headlines when it comes to big-time trades and free agent moves. And then we will wrap things up today with the latest on Carmelo Anthony. And you may be saying to yourself, well, it's the Locked on Thunder podcast. Shouldn't we start with the latest on Carmelo Anthony? Because that's what we want to know. One, podcast, you can always fast forward. I mean, if you're so inclined and you want to hear segment number three first, I won't get offended. You can always fast forward to that. Plus, we've been talking so much Carmelo Anthony today. I wanted to kind of reverse it and give you a little bit a break from that. And maybe that's the wrong thing to do. That certainly goes against everything I was taught in radio. But I always try and handle the podcast just slightly different than what I would do in radio. Slightly. Not always, but slightly. With that, I'm Eric G. I did radio in Oklahoma City for a few years and maybe doing it again soon, and I'll just leave it at that. I also help out Thunder Digest on occasion, and Chuck Cheney, you're the man, and uh, keep the group text coming because I'm getting a big kick out of those. I'm a credentialed member of the media, and you can see my handiwork at Locked on Thunder. Dot com with video and audio from players, coaches, and your front office people, namely Sam Presti. Segment number one, Kawhi Leonard is on his way to Toronto, and more importantly for us here in Oklahoma City, DeMar DeRozan is on his way to the NBA West. And what this means for the NBA West, and just looking at DeMar DeRozan and how he's going to fit in with the San Antonio Spurs, seeing as how the Thunder will play them a hell of a lot more than they will the Toronto Raptors this year, you're putting DeMar DeRozan in a starting five that always that already has a dynamic young point guard in Murray. You've got Marco Bellinelli, who can supply you some great scoring from the outside. LaMarcus Aldridge, who seems to be finding his way in San Antonio. And then Pau Gasol. And, and all this did, all the Spurs had to take on to get this was essentially... A, a guy in in Yaka Patel, and you're getting a pick that is top 20 protected. I love this move for San Antonio. I love it more for San Antonio than I do for the Toronto Raptors. One, because you're going to have DeMar DeRozan for a while. And I also look at DeMar DeRozan. And there was a meeting that he had with his GM last year where his GM told him, you could be our Kobe Bryant. You could be the guy that hangs around Toronto forever you could help lead us to a championship, and then you will be the guy that has his jersey hanging from rafters and statues erected, and you will get the hero's welcome that you so richly deserve. And then after Toronto gets bounced by LeBron James yet again, you have to find scapegoats. And unfortunately for Toronto, one of those scapegoats was DeMar DeRozan, and now he comes into what is a pretty salty starting five, a team that could use some depth if it's going to make any sort of serious run in the playoffs, but he's also coming in with a major chip on his shoulder. And this just adds to what the Western Conference is going to be for the next few years. You've got the best team in the NBA in Golden State, a Houston team that may feature, most likely will feature, Carmelo Anthony in the near future, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the San Antonio Spurs, the Portland Trailblazers, and the list goes on and on from there. It's just one more rung on the Thunder's ladder. It's one more team that they're going to have to go through in order to find their way to a possible NBA championship. And I don't, look, if, if this team 
under the tutelage of Greg Popovich, who's getting a guy like DeRozan, who seems to, for the most part, be a pretty dedicated player. Plus, you're getting 20-plus points and 5-plus assists a game added to your lineup. But more importantly, you're not going to have a guy who's disenchanted with being there. And most likely, DeMar DeRozan looks at going to San Antonio as his best opportunity to win a championship. And he sees more upside than downside to being in that situation where Kawhi Leonard, whether he's in Toronto or whether he was in San Antonio, it seemed that he was just biding his time in order to get to Los Angeles. Well, you're not going to have that with DeMar DeRozan. This is a guy that's ready to play for you, and he's going to contribute to this team, and he's going to make life hell for everybody else around him who's not on the San Antonio Spurs. That's just what it is. It's a great move for Toronto, and if Yaka Patel doesn't work out in backing up LaMarcus Aldridge, wow, no big deal because he just was, <laughs> he was essentially extra baggage you're taking on because DeRozan was the guy you really wanted. So it's a great move for San Antonio. I don't love it at all for the Toronto Raptors. And there was a lot of talk on ESPN today about how essentially Toronto pulled a play out of the Oklahoma City playbook and decided that they were going to take a chance on Kawhi Leonard, who was a disgruntled employee, bring him in, sell him the city of Toronto, sell him the Raptors culture, and hope that with only one year left on his contract, he's willing to hang around. You also have to remember, and, and I'm not really sure how this works in trades. I, I'm really not, so if I screw this up, I apologize. But Kawhi Leonard was eligible for a five-year Supermax, and he still may be eligible for that, even though he's going to Toronto. But I'm not entirely sure. I could be wrong about that, so if you know, tweet me at G-E-E-H-S-O. But you're taking a big risk here. And before everybody starts saying, Paul George, Oklahoma City, it worked out great for Oklahoma City. Yeah, it did. But it was also a big roll of the dice, and it could have just as easily blown up in Oklahoma City's face as it did work out. And this is why I hate copycats in sports. Because just because somebody does something that works and comes out like gangbusters, this may ultimately turn not so much in your favor. And you have to be true to your culture. And that's the first thing I always look at is when organizations get away from being who they are, ultimately you can start to smell the failure. And what Toronto had was, one, they were lucky that LeBron James left. That was probably the biggest help to the Toronto Raptors this offseason was not so much getting Kawhi Leonard, but was that Le LeBron James decided to go to the NBA Western Conference, well, now you don't have to face him. You're only worried about the Celtics. You're only worried about the Milwaukee Bucks. You are, essentially, you're the second best team in the West as you were currently constituted. There really wasn't that need to make a change. And I'm not sure that I understand this. I think you bring this team back, they have just as good a shot of going to the finals than if you make this move to Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi Leonard is going to be an awful lot like Paul George in telling you and in telling the media that it's not a prerequisite that the Raptors going to the finals will keep him there. And what that means is, hey, just because they go to the finals, just because this year is great or just because it's bad, it's not going to influence my decision one way or another because essentially my mind is probably already made up. And I'm not sure that Toronto can recruit the way that Sam Presti can recruit 
And Kawhi is he's a much different person than Paul George. I mean, by all accounts, what we saw was that Kawhi Leonard was poison in the locker room. His teammates were tired of him. The front office was tired of him. He was tired of being there. And now you're taking on San Antonio's headache. You've done them a favor and may have done yourself absolutely none. And in a way, I want to see this blow up. I want to see a blow up for the Lakers who weren't smart enough to go out and make a trade for a guy that they really wanted. And it screwed them over with Paul George. And I want to see a blow up for Toronto in a way because I just don't want to see anybody be able to pull off what Sam Presti did and that the overall lesson is here is, hey, do you. Don't try and do everyone else. Just do what ultimately makes your team better. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. And coming up in segment number two, yes, we will talk about Sam Presti, but more importantly, why the NBA just doesn't have the same issues that Major League Baseball and the NFL does when it comes to its superstars. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. We thank you for joining us here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. And as always, we remind you that if you are into sports, which we would think you would be listening to this podcast, but if you're into the Locked on Thunder podcast, then you're going to want to check out some of our other podcasts at LockedOnSports.com. Hey, it's just a click away and you can start your day every morning. In fact, you can fill your entire day listening to podcasts by local experts who are in those cities covering those specific teams, whether it's the NFL, Major League Baseball, or the NBA, we've got you covered at LockedOnSports.com, and there's some very cool other stuff that might be coming around the corner as well. So let's all hope that Sam Presti eventually gets his due at one point or another. And I, I, I can hear what you're saying. Look, I love Sam Presti. I appreciate him. He got Paul George to Oklahoma City. He made up for Kevin Durant leaving. Yes, you might be one, but there are others that are still not under what we would call the magic of Sam Presti. <laughs> we just, we can't, there, there are others that just can't go there. I don't want to say we, because I'm, I'm not really in that boat, but there are a lot of others that just cannot admit how good of a GM he is. And all I need to know about Sam Presti and his success here in Oklahoma City, whether he has a championship or not, is that somebody decided to take the same kind of risk he did looking for the same kind of results. And I honestly do not believe that the Toronto Raptors make this move without Sam Presti doing it first and convincing Paul George to stay in Oklahoma City on a long-term basis. And 
even if Sam Presti never wins a championship here, you lose Kevin Durant and you trade James Harden, both things that'll always kind of go against Sam Presti. And those are things that have to be talked about when we're looking at his overall record. And those are things that constantly his critics are going to point out. But then you're going to have us who are a little bit more fans of Sam Presti say, yes, but after you lost Kevin Durant, you ended up turning, essentially you turned Serge Ibaka into Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. That's what you did. You turned Ennis Canner into, in, into Carmelo Anthony. You you were able, well, you turned Serge Ibaka into Paul George. You turned Ennis Canner into Carmelo Anthony. And also factor in who you gave up to get to get Ennis Canner really wasn't a lot. And that brought you Mello. Now, Mello, you might be saying, okay, it's a headache. It's $28 million and the Thunder are trying to get rid of him. But it's better to take that risk than not take that risk. And even though it didn't turn out, the Thunder still made the playoffs. And it looks like they could be making a deal for Carmelo Anthony. They might be able to trade him. I said wave and stretch. There is a trade opportunity that's out there. And we'll talk about that in a second. But if he's able to pull that trade off and get the Thunder a quality backup, then this guy just continues to work. And people are going to want to emulate what he does. And eventually, when he leaves Oklahoma City and goes to someplace else, and maybe even has more success, maybe that's when you see Sam Presti's critics appreciate him. Real quick, last night, Major League Baseball All-Star Game. And it's usually one of, if not the best All-Star Game that's out there. In fact, it's the only All-Star Game I like, but I didn't really pay all that much attention to it. Um... I don't know why. I just really wasn't into it this year. Maybe it's because Aaron Judge wasn't in the home run derby, although he hit a hell of a home run last night. Lots of home runs last night. In fact, I should have watched it. All right, I'm rambling. But there's a report that came out that said Mike Trout is not as popular as he should be, or he's not popular. He's not facing throngs of fans every time he goes to an opposing city. You're not selling as many tickets for people to come out and see him. And Rob Manfred essentially sort of put it on Mike Trout and the team as to why that is. Well, one, first of all, what Major League Baseball star are we stopping down to watch right now? Is Bryce Harper the guy? Is Aaron Judge the guy? We know who they are. But Aaron Judge, is he Aaron Judge if he's not on the Yankees? Is Bryce Harper Bryce Harper if he's not on Sports Illustrated at the age of like 13? Or whenever Bryce Harper got put on Sports Illustrated. NBA doesn't have to worry about these issues. Yes, LeBron James had somewhat of some of the advantages that Bryce Harper did. And same thing with Kobe Bryant. But ultimately, because it's a, it's a sport that knows how to market its individuals. And what's really funny is basketball is more of a team sport than baseball is. By far, it is. Baseball is an individual sport wrapped in a team's game where basketball is a team game that highlights great individual play. The NBA knows how to market its stars. If any, if the NBA ripped off anybody, it was WWE, and that's not a bad model to rip off because look at everything that they have been able to accomplish. Vince McMahon is a marketing genius, and you're just not going to see these issues with the NBA that you're going to see with other leagues. More importantly... And and this probably should have been the first thing that I said, but more importantly, the NBA has overtaken the NFL when it comes to trades and free agent movement. Now, one, 
one now one of the big reasons for that is one player can make a much bigger difference in the NBA than he can the NFL, but it's always earth-shattering. This Kawhi Leonard thing stopped everything today. And I don't know that there's a move that the NFL could have made that would have had the same kind of impact that Kawhi Leonard to Toronto did. And Manny Machado, if he hasn't already been traded, is about to go to the Los Angeles Dodgers from the Baltimore Orioles. And while it may help the Dodgers win a World Series, it's still not going to be the trade heard around the world that Paul George was last year and Kawhi Leonard was this year. So, NBA... And, and here's who you give the credit to. You give the credit to David Stern. Adam Silver is just picking up where David Stern left off, but for all the criticism we lob at David Stern, there's no doubt this guy understood marketing, what he had, and knew how to get gobs of people, especially young people, how to watch his sport. And that's something that Major League Baseball is just not doing as much anymore. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We wrap things up with the latest on Carmelo Anthony. Where is he headed? And could the Thunder actually get something of value in return? I'll tell you next. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. For everything Thunder, it's LockedOnThunder.com. For video, for archive podcasts, and so much more, Locked on Thunder, your one-stop shop for Oklahoma City Thunder podcast and Oklahoma City Thunder audio and video. I guess I could write. I don't know. You don't want me writing. You want me talking because you can because I can't write the way I talk. Like you would not be able to understand a thing I wrote. Okay, enough of that crap. Tell me where Carmelo Anthony's going. Possibly Atlanta. Carmelo Anthony to Atlanta, so the Hawks can eventually wave him, and then Carmelo ends up in either Houston or Miami. Carmelo, please go to Miami. But in exchange, we could get Dennis Schroeder here in Oklahoma City. Not a bad, not a bad trade off at all, considering the fact that Schroeder's days are numbered in in Atlanta here, which I guess I understand because you got Trey Young and Schroeder or Schroeder's a guy that is more of a a starter than a backup. Certainly that's understandable, but you also just made a trade for Jeremy Lin, and we've do- we've well documented on this podcast just how much not help Jeremy Lin is to any organization that he's going in. But hey. You're the Hawks, you're rebuilding, you take Carmelo Anthony, you wave him, you have that dead money, and then the Thunder gets Schroeder, which for me is interesting because what does that mean for Raymond Felton? And would Schroeder work out here in Oklahoma City, or is this possibly one of those deals that Sam Presti knows there's a team out there that wants him, and you can get rid of Carmelo Anthony, 
get all that money away from you that you're not having to worry about, take Schroeder, and then spend him someplace else. Which I there's there's part of me that thinks that that's ultimately what's going to happen. I do like Schroeder in Oklahoma City because I think he's a fun player to watch. But at the, also at the same time, I'm a big Raymond Felton fan, and I'd hate to see him on the outs just for this guy that they've picked up. That'll do it today for Locked On Thunder. We thank you so much for listening. I'm Eric G. Wishing you absolutely nothing but the best for this day and the rest of the week. And until tomorrow, ELE and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 